on. You have a hat on. I always have a hat on. You have a nice shaped head, though. Yeah. You do. Yeah. My head has been um, hit with many things. <laughs> so, so it's like lumpy. I got a lumpy head. I got a lumpy head. I got a lumpy head, bro. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. I got hit with a Sobe bottle. Sobe, uh, oh my God. Yeah. Remember Sobe? Whatever happened to them? Yeah, this kid lied. He said he hit me. Uh, he said he yeah, hit me with his fist. They were glass. They yeah. were fucking glass. It didn't break on my head. He actually hit me with the corner of it. And it sent me to the hospital. I hit somebody with a uh, with a Remy Martin bottle one time with the bottom of it. Yeah. Holy shit, dude. That's a that's a fun bottle. It wasn't in the head. It was like right in like probably like right in the rib area. Oh, okay. I thought you hit him in the head. No, I was was just swinging. It was the it was a hectic scene, and I was I was outnumbered. Yeah. Oh yeah, swing. But I also didn't want to smash the Remy bottle because I was like, well, I was the only one that was walking around drinking the Remy. Uh, They'd be like, yo. The fucking white dude with the red, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I was like, "Fuck, man, let me just get so, in and get out." So once again, we're coming in super that hot. hot. Yeah, that's pretty hot Decent. right there. Yeah, we're just talking about getting hit with things. So uh, welcome to Ben knows nothing. Um, uh, I am Ben, and uh, this is Ian. Hello, and I am he, and I am I is him. I is him, and uh, yeah. How many have you ever been hit by a by a bottle before? So today's episode is brought to you by the coffee that Ben just cannot keep his hands off of. I've had to smack his hand away from this bag multiple times because I told him this is going to be the bag that we give away to one of our YouTube subscribers. So Graziella has been kind enough to gift us with two bags. Two. We drank one and we said, you know, we're going to give we're going to give one away so that you guys have the opportunity to taste just how good this coffee is. This is the Ginatega Nicaragua. Sorry, yeah. I got a little turn up there. But, yeah. um, so it's a medium roast coffee, sweet and smooth, with hints of caramel, currant, and chocolate. I'm telling you, it's out of this world. I actually have some in my cup right now. Um, and Well, I did have some in my cup. It's all gone <laughs> now. But um, yeah, Graziella Coffee came through with the bags. We want to come through with a bag for you. Check them out, graziellacoffee.com. Ben, what do you think? Um, I think this is good. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> um, Graziella coffee, the coffee that reminds you don't work too hard. Don't work too hard. Cheers, homie. Cheers. Uh, no, I've never been hit in the head with a bottle. I get hit twice. I got hit. I'm gonna really date myself on this one. I got hit with a Zima bottle. <laughs> Zima, yeah. Zima was uh like a malt, clear. Um, it was like flavored. It was way before anything else i'm pretty sure it had cocaine in it i'm almost positive but that bottle was thick too at the bottom and i got i got hit just i wasn't even paying attention just bink right on the top of the head i remember just getting pissed actually it's the, funny. the it's sobe funny. bottle sent me to the it's hospital the things we used to drink as kids when like the options yeah. were limited or like you you know it was like well what do you want to get and you're like if it was like one of your first times drinking you finally got somebody to go and get you some liquor and you're like well i don't want to like you know you know it's gross yeah. you're like oh what sounds good they're like watermelon bacardi uh. like, <laughs> like now you think about it but at the time you know what uh what was your first drink that you ever had uh it was probably something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. probably something that I think was. We like, that Bacardi. Yeah, because I do. I do remember, like, for a huge, a long period of time, there was like a Bacardi Raz was yeah. like a big thing. It was Bacardi huge. Raz was huge. Oh, that's a good point. Um, that shit was just Bacardi like Limon everywhere. Those, yeah, it was. Do you we, think it's like people didn't know what? Like yeah, good taste think, or quality yeah, was at that point. I think point. that's how you learn. I think yeah. when you go into it, because you know it's gonna taste like shit. You that's know? a young drink. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, like it's like UV blue. Like you know oh. I mean? oh yeah, like you know those shits that when you think about them now, you think about the stomach ache you'd get from it from all the sugar, the headache. But at the time, you're an adult, yeah, yeah adult. and yeah, and you 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 know whatever you're drinking and you figured out what you like and what you don't like. But at the same time, when you're going into it, and you have no idea. You're like, oh yeah, get me whatever sounds fruitiest that I can mix with a drink. Because that sounds you, good. Because at, at that age, nobody enjoys like. I don't even think anybody likes drinking beer. Like, you know, like, I, it's, yeah, it's I think a, there's people who lie. I think there's generally people, genuinely people who lie about liking beer because it's pretentious. It's uh, starting to, it's starting you know, to feel that way. I, I agree in a sense of it's definitely an acquired taste. Like there's times where I will, where I'll drink a beer and I'm like, wow, that tasted good. And there's times where I'm like, wow, that's, I don't understand it's, why people drink this shit. Yeah. I, so yeah. I think eventually when you get to the, like, even now, like my, like two, um, two guys in my band stopped drinking. Oh, but good. They, but they still knock back NAs. So oh, they okay. just drink it for like the placebo effect. Uh, 
But and that's what I said. I'm like, you guys just like the taste like of the it. Taste like of I thought it was you just bear the taste to get the. That's what I do, man. Like I. But or you know, once you get to that point where you're where you're drunk enough where the shots don't really taste like anything anymore, you're just going. You're just going. Yeah, that yeah. I think is when you can taste like the. Well, that's called when, depression. When that's they're depressing. like, oh, you, the smoky hints and the whatever, like every you know, <laughs> yeah, they, like, like they they make these commercials sound so nice. They're like, oh, like you know, there's <laughs> apple and cinnamon and whatever, and they're like, all I drink, taste like this is. Shit. You're like all I taste and feel is sadness. Someone, <laughs> so. I like the guys that are drinking, but I like that. Yeah, you're like what? Yes, I uh, I en- I enjoy it, and then I'm sitting over there. I'm like, I'm depressed. <laughs> what What is your what What liquor do you stay away from? What's your What's your I don't drink that. Um, the first thing that I ever got drunk off was Crown Royal, but then the thing that I stay away from, no matter what, um, no matter what is um, is uh, what you call it, Jägermeister. Jägermeister okay. is so licorice. It's like I the licorice. Say, so I want to say the first thing that I got drunk off of was was Bacardi, but I also do remember um, Goldschlager. Oh yeah, yeah. I got. Um, I remember. Uh, what was the? Shout out to my friend uh, Michi. I watched her drink an entire uh, bottle of Goldschlager, and she puked all over basketball court. Um, yeah, it was pretty. It was like gold flex, and I was like. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. She was uh, she's like, I got this. I'm like, you don't got this. <laughs> you know, it's pretty, pretty. Yeah, I think about some of the some of the times in high school. And the they choices pretty, they were pretty reckless, man. The, the choices. I remember the. This is how much Jägermeister bothers me that I I went on a date um a couple years after swearing off Jägermeister, and uh, this this beautiful young lady kissed me on the mouth and she had Jägermeister in it and I could taste it a little bit. And I really had to sit in that kiss for a second and sit into it and then realize I was happy to be kissed by hate, this beautiful young I lady, but I was really upset that she had Jägermeister that when I pulled away from her, I went, I remember like I turned, I was like, wow, oh my God, and you know, do the, you know, this is amazing. And I turned around, I'm like, I'm like, oh man, no, this is bad. Like it was that bad. That's how bad Jäger gets to me. Yeah, that that's how it is. That's that's how it is for tequila for me, man. I remember we were in the bar one time. We had just finished a show. We were in Jersey, and my my buddy Gio got a whole round of shots, and it was brown. So I'm like, oh, they're drinking some some liquor. You know, I'm Good drinking stuff. some you know some some whiskey, or they're drinking some cognac or something. And I take the shot, and I just look at everybody I'm like, mm. yeah, I'm like that was gold tequila. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I fucking hate the taste of it, bro. It's just like, but but my brother will make a really mean margarita, and and I can drink that. But. Margaritas are good, man. Margaritas yeah. are good. Where you you got your shorts on, you, you got your just right shoes down. off. You know, yeah. it, something about a margarita. If I have a shirt on, I'm in the wrong place. And I do that. I take my shirt off in a, in in you know places that serve margaritas. When I do that, just sit down, take my shirts off, and actually. Right now, I got to be honest with you, I got a massage yesterday in like an athletic, yeah, bro, Angel of Death, shout out Angel of Death, that's actually his his actual Christian name, and dude, he massaged, like let go wait, of my wait, peck, wait, wait, wait. so his name is Angel of Death? His name's Angel, but I call him the Angel of Death, oh, everybody Jesus. calls him Angel like, of Death. what? Yeah, so, uh, and I only know two Angels of Death, I only know the, you know, the big guy, Angel of Death, and I know that guy. But who's the big guy? Like the real angel? Oh, that's like the, the real guy. guy. That's yeah, that's a real guy. guy. It's gonna see me in like three weeks. But I'm just saying, like right here, bro. Like to the touch. Ow, ow. See that hurts. And uh, he he was massaging on. Yeah, it hurts. He's, he was massaging on my boot, my my boobie, because my peck wouldn't release. Yeah. My peck wouldn't release. And that's some. You know, this is my world, bro. You ever you ever been touched by a man? Like, but for a massage. You know what I mean. Like touch you for I, a half hour, hour. No, I've only had women massage me. Yes, yeah, so you haven't yeah. lived, brother. You haven't lived, my man. You got to have another male on male experience. <laughs> have a man touch you, hurt you in ways. It's a, it's a really great experience, especially when he has, he's touching on your breasts. I have seen the, um, the videos of those guys going to the people going to the chiropractor where there's like, oh, <laughs> the noise, man. I'm like, whoa. Do you think they turn that up on the mic, or uh, that's like, I don't know, because that shit Maybe. sound. It's like. <laughs> it's it's intense, man. Yeah. Well, some people got really. Some people swear by it. Some people don't. I people I used like, nah, to go. That. I used to go um to a chiropractor, and then I knew him too personally, and then some weird shit happened. So I, so I left. He asked me about it because he got. I don't I don't care. He he got it. He got a divorce. He's a nice guy. Real nice guy. 
but he got a divorce and he wanted information because I knew his wife too. Oh. So, uh, but I'm I'm going in there for this, and he like he's like, can I talk to you for a minute? Oh. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. So he sits me down, so desperate man. Yeah. Right so there. he sits me down. I'm facing him, and he's like, he's like, hey, did anything uh, weird happen when uh, you knew my wife? Oh, well, not with me, what? but with yeah, this yeah, other yeah. guy. Just, just in general. And I was like, yo, I'm here to get adjusted. I am not here to, uh, uh, and I was like, um, and I even said to him, he goes, I know this is a little weird. I'm like, you don't say. I can't, my feet can't touch. I feel like Kevin Hart. I'm just freaking sitting there swinging my feet. I just watched feet. that stand-up special today. I just amazing. watched the HBO special it's with amazing. him. With him, what's uh, Camacho and um, it's amazing. Cat Williams. Yeah, Dude, I watched, I watched that such a good night, special. Last night. Yeah. yeah. Just all those dudes added up equal eight feet. Yeah, <laughs> like great, all those dude. dudes. It's fucking hilarious, man. But I, so this dude, he's, he's questioning me. He's questioning me, and I'm just like, no. But then what I noticed when he adjusted my neck, he gave me a little bit more twist. Like, uh, you know what I mean? I'm out. Yeah, yeah, I can't do yeah. That shit. Oh, I don't think he did. I'm just making that up. But uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> maybe he did. Well, bro, I, I, it's I'm, weird. I'm big on that, man. If I'm going to you for for like meta, I have to feel comfortable with you. Like my my He's touching my, you. my doctor right now. Like what are they called? Primary care physician. My PCP. Yeah. All right. Right, man, it's it's weird, all right. Weird to use that term. In my my PCP. But uh, <laughs> but no, she's she's cool as fuck. Like that's my that's my fucking dog. I okay. Fuck with her. Yeah. yeah. You know, like but then I had to fuck. That I, was I, the most. I bounced <laughs> that on was, the dentist. That's the most fuckboy thing I've ever heard in my life. What? You like my doctor, yo? My PCP. That's I my fucked dog. with her. That's my, my dog. dog. I fuck with her. No, 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 no. no. You got to understand. No, no, no. I sent you, you the understand. Trevor. The dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, you got to understand. My, my, my doctor. Yeah, my doctor is lit. Pl- my doctor's had plenty of opportunity to be like, whoa, and she's just like, okay. oh, you mean like, like, whoa, at the shit that's gone on. Yeah, like I just oh. like I can I can count on her. <laughs> yeah, okay, you know what I'm saying? Good, good, I can yeah. count on her. I never bad mouth her in my life. Um, but I got um, a doctor that falls. See, I got to go see no, yours. But, but my dentist, the dentist, I, w- I went to Aspen Dental. I don't give a fuck. I'll say it, bro. They're so overbearing. It, it the, they, they gave me anxiety, bro. What do you mean, bro? I go in and mind you, they did great work on my teeth. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you got they a nice did great work work on my teeth because I, I I cracked a tooth back here and I had to go get it fixed. So. After, you know, thousands of dollars later, which I was already pissed about, but whatever. When I, when I first went in there, they were like, make sure you take the survey. Make sure you take the survey. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then, like, I went back, and they were like, oh, we saw you didn't take the survey. Have you taken the survey? Yeah. And so I'm like, that's kind of fucking weird. Those hey, are, even. Those are like. Hey, and have you, have you taken are, the survey? Yeah, those are like, you know, voluntary. Like, if you want to, do it. But, like, it was weird. So then I tested her. I was like, okay, cool. I'll take your survey if you go on Spotify and you go and listen to my music. I was like, fuck it. You want that me to do something a, for you? I'm going to do something for you. Do something for me. That is a, that's BDE right there. Right. I was like, fuck it. You know? Music. So then, um, I don't know if she did it, but I went and did the fucking <laughs> survey. Yeah. I went and did the fucking survey. Was it long? It wasn't. I mean, it was, it took time out of my day. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was already paying you for the service you did. So fuck that survey to me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought you guys were great, but don't fucking tell me what to do. Yeah. I don't know why I'm like that, but I am. And so then I come back in like, oh, I saw you did the survey. And, and you're like, like, high five. I'm like, oh, what the <laughs> fuck? It's just weird that they're like keeping track of it. You know what I mean? So it's like. Well, that's why they have it. You know, yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. But to me, if I tell you I'll do it and I don't fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. Chill. Chalk it up to an L, baby. Yeah, yeah. Just chalk it up to an L. We'll take the hint. And just be yeah, like, I don't yeah, do it. yeah. I don't want to do Read the it. room. Yeah. So then I, I did the whole, everything was cool. Um, I'm done with my procedures and shit. And then they schedule me for six months out just to just to do it routine shit. I'm like, all right, cool. But then when the appointment starts getting, I get the reminders in my email. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm tied up that day. And I'm actually going to be tied up for the next, like, week where I don't really know if I can, you know, it's just a cleaning. I was like, I'll schedule it for a, a less busy time. And so I call them, cancel the appointment. I'm like, I will call you when oh, I yeah. have a date. Call you then back. all of a sudden I get a fucking email that says your appointment for the 15th or whatever has, you know, it, it has been made. Yeah. I didn't tell you to make me an appointment on the, so then I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm going to cancel that one too. Yeah. So then time comes and me, I just start getting petty. I stop, don't, don't answer the calls. And I'm like, damn, what if they charge me for, for taking the spot yeah. and then not going? So I'm like, man, so I call them and I was just like, you know what? I'm moving out of state. Take me out of your files. I'm out. Peace. Yeah. Click. I'm not really moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. going to fucking Aspen Dental anymore. Well, I think it's like service. It comes down to a lot of people with their service, man. And they were great. Dude, they were nice. Yeah. They were cool. But it made me feel like they were being fake nice to me just because they wanted yeah. me to go take a goddamn survey. It's creepy, though. It's creepy. A lot of places are like that, though, when they become kind of gimmicky. 
you know, mm. like like I was able. I thought I was going to the right place because they were gimmicky. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna go to the place where like where you know, yeah, they do know, the work and I'm gonna got leave. all the money in the world to fucking make sure that everything is good. I uh I asked for some like reviews on for my business. I remember I was just like I just asked like I sent out like 20 emails maybe, and I just was like, hey, you know, you guys have all been here. Seemed like you had a really good time. Yo, these people write all of all of them. A hundred percent of the people I asked. Just real quick, I just said, hey, just write a couple reviews for, you know, my, my company. All of them yeah. write amazing reviews and, and real truthful stories. Yeah, so I've, then I've I'm, seen your Yelp. So then I'm sitting there and I'm like. I got mad at you one time. I was going to go on there. <laughs> son of a bitch. He tried to touch my <laughs> ass when I was doing a deadlift. <laughs> I'd pick you up like a bowling ball. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I it, you know, then I read the reviews and I'm sensitive, you know, as is when you're passionate about, so dude, I'm sitting there like this. I'm like, fucking Avery, you see my stupid Avery, which one? You see my post? And, um, they, they, they asked if you could, uh, for $75,000, could you go a whole year without crying? And I was like, dude, I have, oh, to, yeah. I have to unfollow so many accounts. No, dude. I was yeah. like, I said I would see a fifty-year-old lady that was like, oh, I did, I went back to school, graduated. Someone that's like, they said I'd never walk again, and now I'm walking. Oh, or like a, or like a military dad Can't comes home, it, right? Man. And then, and then, fifteen yeah. minutes later, shout out my guy Ryan Walton. Ryan Walton sends me a video. He goes like this. And yeah. it, was, it was a referee, uh, a dad, a dad comes home from deployment, dresses up like a referee. Yeah. At his son's football game. No. And they're like, all right, everybody, take a look at the referees and make sure you know what everybody looks like, so you know on the field, blah blah. He's looking, and all of a sudden, he's like, Dad. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I can't even talk about it right now. Yeah. Like, I already lost 75,000. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It'd be like Bro, day I, one. I, I don't give a, I said it the other day, I'm a fucking cry, but I feel like it's healthy for me, man. It is. I, I, I look I at- I find uh, so much joy in other people's joy. I feel like that's good for me. That's it. Fuck. But that's a good- keep that. That's a good um, thing. I saw this one where this this puppy gets saved, and then this, ki- like, this, this puppy and kitten are, like, hanging out together. You know, like, they're on the streets together. It's like me when I was a kid, just kind of finding somebody else that's poor and be like, yo, we're hanging out now, you know? So he does this and they're like laying together, they eat together. And then the guy finally takes them and he doesn't want to separate them. So then he he adopts them himself and I'm sitting there like this. Three minutes in, man, I'm sitting there. I'm I'm like, (laughs) I like full, like (laughs) crying. You know what I mean? Dude, that's not. But it happened. Like it'll happen to me at any point. Like I'll be looking at my phone. You could give me any amount of money. And I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. The other day, man, my niece, when she hugged me, she said, she's like, this feels good. And I'm like, okay. I can't. I could, I could, yeah. Nope. Like, I, yeah. I got Not my, doing it. my kid every now and then. Yeah, your kid kid's funny. Just... Your kid's funny. What did you, what did you say? What, what was I talking about uh, with you? And she's like, I heard that. Oh, yeah. Because I, I we were talking about meeting up today. And yeah. I like, yeah, I got I to gotta get her on the bus. And I was like, yo, Ava, what time do you get on the bus? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, she knows what time she gets on the bus. I didn't even know how to tell time at I, that I age. I thought it was funny that you were that you were you dead know, ass. That you were like surprised at that, but not so like, surprised. yo, Ian, you don't know what time you got to put your <laughs> kid on the fucking bus. <laughs> yeah, don't flip it. Like Ian, you know you're a piece of shit for not knowing what time your daughter goes on the bus. Nah, you know? I know. I just she's I just, like eight thirty. I'm like I'm like eight. I'm like yeah, how no, does I she know? know? <laughs> how does she know? But then also, how does Ian not yeah. know? Yeah, I no, should have went with that. She's a smart cookie, bro. But I got you. You know what I mean. And then she's in this age where like everything is like. Everything that she says is like a, is like it feels like it came out of like a, a, a monologue from from or like a, a script from a kids TV show or they something. Download it, man. Oh, it's weird, man. She has like the, all these little personalities that it's like, where'd you? What TV show did you watch to get that one? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, but she's finding herself. She's you know, um, we spent we spent hours yesterday watching Boy Meets World, like the oh, original, because so like, she she watches the new one that came out. Yeah, yeah, out, I heard you know, it. I, and, and it, it was funny because. I had already put her on to the old one. Back the old in the one day. is really good. And she she watches it all the time, and she's in she's into the old shows. She likes like Fresh Prince, uh, that one. Fresh Prince World. through and through. Saved by the Bell. Yeah, Fresh Prince through and through. I think is one of the only shows that from the very beginning to the very end, you're just like that was an amazing show. Boy Meets World, the first three seasons, amazing. Oh no, yeah. Boy Meets World is good all the way through. See, I thought I I thought that until I rewatched it now, but the 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 innocence. And the silliness, and you can tell they changed writers. You could tell they added writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They the, got older. Yeah, the the writers. It was so funny. The first three, it's so silly. And then to me, it just kind of gets, um, yeah, maybe too un, maybe for me unrelatable. But um, it was good. But and Saved by the Bell too. 
the beginnings of those, man, you're like, yo, these I are love, fire. I love the college years. The, coll- the, the college is funny. The college is funny, but I, I just think that anything in the beginning when it starts to take off like that is amazing. I think it's also weird too when you have, like, they start as kids and then you have to eventually touch on like some real subjects, sex, yeah. drugs, blah blah. Like the, one, like the one with uh with Jesse, she's like, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so scared. <laughs> and that, I, I read that the originally the first uh the first one was supposed to be she was taking speed. Oh, okay, yeah. And they yeah. said, No, that's, that's too that's hard. Too so, hard. So let's do caffeine pills. Oh, and it was god. like, Oh my god, like I've never seen anyone freak out over caffeine pills. She was like, I need them. I think I think it's <laughs> I think it's so strange when you can't or give me the gun, Carlton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the gun. Give me the gun. Yeah, it's it's you owe me. Yeah, it's 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 one of those like <laughs> things where when they have those moments though, because they don't know how to touch on everybody. Oh, I everybody. teared up. For give me the gun, Carlton. I, I no, I teared up in the uh, Fresh Prince. Why when, you don't want me, man? Why you don't want me, man? Dude, oh. I watch I watch that because at the time I was abandoned, yeah. and I'm 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 watching it, and I remember crying and not turning around. Because my buddy was sitting on his bed and we were watching that episode and I didn't turn around. So I'm just like, I'm like silent, crying, looking forward. There's a statue I'm on, like the, this. on the table. Like behind, he's just looking at a head that's not moving. But then me, I'm like this. Did you watch the reunion? No, uh, no, did I didn't. I'm going to watch reunion. reunion. Yeah, it's it's crazy that, that those shows, though, are so are so good. We were We were gifted with those to be able to see those from like reruns and shit like that. Remember Grounded for Life? Mm. No, I remember hearing about it. But I never, I never. You remember Pete and Pete? Oh God, yeah. Salute your shorts. Yeah, salute your shorts. See, those were all silly Secret goose. World of Alex Mack. Silly goose times, man. Silly goose times. That's what I miss. I miss the, you know, like, hey, dude. Yeah, hey, dude. Stuff like that. Yeah, I, I mean, if I gotta find that, if we watch it now, do. it's probably like what you'd be like, what are we watching? Pete and Pete, Pete was, and before, Pete was, it, was before was before it's time. It's like, like a tattoo. Yeah, it's a tattoo dance. It's 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 just so ahead of its, you know, thing, and you know. Redheads, man, they ha- they finally got a spotlight. You know, I'm around redheads all the time. One of my best friends is a redhead. My wife's a redhead. Um, I had trainers a redhead. Um, I'm just and they're all blue, dude. They're all blue eyed and red haired, which means they're unicorns, man. They're I'm, I attract unicorns, essentially. Yeah, I mean, pff, I'm a unicorn magnet, bro. Unicorn magnet, and it is uh, it's 10 a.m. Is it 10 a.m.? It's 10 a.m. It's like 10:30, 10:25. Hey now, Eastern Standard Time. We got up early. This we got but up early I got, for this one. I got the day we off. Got a show tomorrow. You have a show tomorrow. Yeah. When um, when's that start? I saw the the promo for that. That's dope. That, that looked really good. This is the Palace one. Yeah. Okay. Palace yeah. Waterbury. Tickets still available. Yes. Yeah. And like by, by, by the time this episode goes out, it'll be over. God damn it. Um. Oh yeah. And then can you go there though? Like go there and try to get in that type of shit. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Okay. I gotta see what I'm doing tomorrow. Maybe I'll go see it. Um, if you want, I have. Do you know a guy? Uh, well, yeah, but no, <laughs> they're giving me five. They're giving me five tickets to do whatever I want with. I can have some waiting at the door for you if you want. Mm-hmm. You I might have to do that. I might have to do that. I was actually going to ask you for tomorrow. Now that I know you have a show, obviously, I'm not going to ask you uh, to go see Chris Stefano. Ah! yeah, he's at he's at, at Foxwoods. He's at Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun, dude. And okay, so I have an activity I would like to do. I think that you and I should go to a show. I think we got to go to a comedy show. You bring a friend. I'll bring a friend. The band last night. That's what I'm saying. You have to do stuff together. Oh yeah, we're we're planning a Vermont main trip soon. And I'm gonna go all woods, write music. Like, uh, yeah, see shit like that. I I, see. I feel like our friendship needs to grow. Yeah, it it needs to grow. Baseball game, fucking no. Not I'm not going to a baseball game with you because that's a date. That's uh, people do that on a on a on a date. I'm not. You know, I mean, America's favorite uh, pastime. Is it anymore though? Or the majority of them. Last time I went to a baseball game, are seriously, all just angry people that seriously, want to fight. I fell, yeah. as- I fell asleep. I fell asleep at a baseball. All game. right, so I will admit, regular season baseball, a little boring. Playoff baseball, exciting because the stakes are high. The stake, the <laughs> stakes are entertainment erection. I, wa- I I turned off. I turned off football. I turned off basketball. I will turn off football. I'll turn off basketball to watch playoff baseball. I. I, I guess I can get maybe back into football, but I'm turn. telling you, UFC, boxing, any combat sport, any. Oh, you want to go to one? Yes. Okay. I'm you down. down? I've never been to one. Yeah. Oh, I'm you've I'm never been? been? No. Dude, we, we will get crazy tickets. I'm going to. Never been? 
I'm going to pay for our friendship so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, the Krista step, but like a comedy, a comedy dude, show. Connecticut has great. Comedy it's amazing, shows. dude. People sleep on on. They need the, to. The amount of times that I hear uh, the locks mention Connecticut casinos in their songs is great. Yeah, they they really do. Like love it. Krista like Stefano added that in. Dude, I remember Seinfeld's uh, coming. Uh, yeah, Seinfeld's coming. I just saw Gabriel Iglesias. I saw him. Um, there was one other I saw one. Chappelle there. You need to go see. I saw Segura. Yeah, Oregon. Segura. Um, uh, Doug Stanhope. Yeah, oh, you legend. Like going to one of his shows was one of the most eye-opening things because I was such a fan and like for years. And then I remember it, that they like said he was going to come come to the Funny Bone. And I was like, I'm just going to buy tickets. All the people there, cult following, love him. Dude, like, oh yeah, standing up, well, standing ovations. Dan, um, Doug Stanhope is one of those, um, he's one of those, like, your favorite comedian's favorite comedian type yes, thing. He's yeah. kind of like a Norm MacDonald. He's a comedian's comedian. Of, yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's, you know. He went. David Tell. His jokes are dark, but yeah. they are, they are, that's my type of comedy. It's so I funny. I love dark humor, man. Dude, I laughed so hard. I laughed so hard when we left there that I lost my voice like for like like a couple hours. I couldn't even talk because I was laughing so hard, screaming. Fucking so funny, dude. I didn't even eat my food. We ordered food, and I was listening to him so intently that I didn't even eat it. And the reason that I think that those type of cult following for, for those comedians with a darker humor, um, are they, they get that type of following is because you feel like when you go into that that dark comedy club or whatever it is, you feel like when you're laughing at these jokes and you see other people laughing at them, you don't, you don't feel like weird, like, like you're going to be chastised for it or judged for laughing at the joke. You're not and, the only one. Yeah. And you can understand this fucking comedy and, and, and you know, it's like, you kind of feel like, like it's kind of like when you used to like take like the, the, excuse me, you take the parental advisory records and go like down, like your parents were sleeping and listen to them. You're like, oh. yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you definitely feel that way. Did you see the Chappelle special? Yeah, I do, I, and I'm not gonna. I saw that whole set when he perform, when he performed it, it in Mohegan. So I mean, at Foxwood. So that was what it was amazing for me. I, I think. Like, oh, fuck, I saw. I think the, the the thing that scares me though is um, with with stand up, and it's it's about um, freedom of speech. It's about um, it's just about freedom to talk about anything. Your right to be offended doesn't make you right. So I'm what I'm saying is you could be pissed off. That's the beautiful part about this. The whole part about this is that you can be pissed off. And the cool thing about this is you can also laugh. And the other fun part about this is you could feel nothing. And that's what's so great about having platforms and comedians and people who talk and speak. You don't want to start playing with that. Because when you start trying to take away that, like you said something mean, it's yeah. like people get pissed. I get why you got mad. Like I get it. Nobody Netflix needs to take it down now. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the 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 best part about this is, is that you really saw a first. Um, I like is that you saw people not reacting to the mob. Like, like Netflix was like, cool story. It's gonna stay on because we we have twenty three million reasons why, which is twenty three million dollars that we just paid him, um, to do that special. And if you actually listen to the special, like it was actually more like paying homage. Fucking genius. It man. was, he is such a phenomenal storyteller that I was just like in awe. I just wish, I wish there was, uh, it's just such a, such a weird time of like. I think, I think that growing up in the mix of myself and then growing up, how to articulate my feelings in a way. Um, I think the problem here, once again, is education. So I think a lot of people are getting educations. They're going to learn from schools, but they're not being um, – education in, in colleges and schools don't teach you how to actually think critically. And if you are a critical thinker and you watch that special, and yes, in a way I'm calling some people dumb, if you watch – no, but indirectly, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but if you watch that special – he said he had said some offensive things, but comes full circle if you watch it at the end. I think that's the comedic and genius. You, and and you, and the... It is a punch through the societal roof, and it was amazing. I was in my car, in traffic, in Jersey, laughing my ass off. Oh, you were watching on your 
So I had it set up. I'm just sitting there. I was, I was sitting there for two and a half hours. Nobody's moving. So I'm laughing hysterically. If I could have got out of my car to stand up and made a standing ovation, I clapped. That's how great of a special, and that's how yeah. much of a comedic genius Dave Chappelle is. Yeah, I watched him do his uh, HBO half hour last night. And I'm like, he was fucking wow. funny. Isn't it, you oh, know, he was like 97. Well, th- this, this man truly found his purpose in life to, to be able to take, what is it, 20, 20 years, 22 years, something like that. He's been on stage since he was 16, dude. He went on stage like super young and put himself out there. There's videos that like are, what is that? Like not even 720, you know, it's so like, like it's old, like a, yeah, it's like an old, like it's all blurry faced. And dude, he's, he's young, man. He's like 15, 16 doing standup. If you practice a craft like that, your purpose, your everything, I'm sorry, man, you're going to get nothing but stand-up ovations. That guy is a, that guy's a genius. And, yeah. and that's the thing about, you know, um, you know, purpose is such a strange thing, you know, that I think smooth. Well, I think a lot of people don't know, like a lot of people don't realize they think their lives are, is like vacations and, oh, you know, you don't work, you know, you you can't work like that. Don't work like that. It's like, if you have a purpose, like, look at you, man, like you posted that thing. Um, what, what, what does the guy say again? Uh, in the beginning, oh, the grass is with the, but the grass being greener. Basically, just focus on your own grass rather than you know wondering if somebody else's grass is greener because it's media. It's time as soon as you start comparing yourself, you 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 know uh, devalue your your plight, your you know your journey. Yeah, and yeah, and and we got to see that, and I love this the snippets that you used because I know how hard you work, man. Like I really do, mm-hmm. and and I I really see. Your hard work and and I was super excited. You sent me uh, um, and what is the song? Another whiskey. Yeah, you I you sent you, you sent me that, and my girl was just like, "Yo, this is so good." And I was like, "I told you, it was like this is the song I was telling you about like two weeks ago," and you kind of putting in that out there, and uh, that was huge. It was really nice to be able to like listen to and see, and that's that purpose stuff, man. Like I, I don't know what it takes to make. I, I've gotten a glimpse and been able to speak with you a little bit yeah. about like what it takes to make music, but what it takes to make something. So when you have somebody, and I'm, I, guess, I guess we can use Dave Chappelle because he's there and we just were talking about him. He set up this whole thing. You're you're thinking that that hour just took him that hour? That hour took him yeah. hours upon hours, months, maybe years to think of, turnarounds, Words, things not to step on, pauses, all of those things, man. And then you're going to go, you know, you're going to just shit all over it. And I think that you're having a lot of people who don't have a whole lot of purpose and who don't have a whole lot of things going on and who refuse to put their best foot forward because the world right now is so unstable. I think a lot of people so are so unstable. Find, a lot of people are finding their purpose in putting other people down. And yeah, like, like that's what they think. You know what I mean? Like their purpose is. Yeah. Like self-righteousness, but it's let's, weird Let's get them. Like, let's get them. And then yeah, you're just yeah, going yeah. like, remember, the let's get them mentality in mob eventually comes for you. I get mad because it doesn't allow change. I get mad because, like, like with the whole with the whole John Gruden thing, right? Terrible situation. Okay. A lot of his players. Oh. And, okay. I, and I'll leave my personal opinion out of it. You know what I mean? I think he was wrong. He was fucking wrong, and I just don't think that there's any room for. I guess I'm not leaving out. I'll tell you my brother. I just think it's no is, room in the NFL for that type of. Is that the guy that was grabbing ass? No, that was the that was the coach of the Raiders that got caught with the emails from ten years ago, being super homophobic, super transphobic, super racist, just all across the board, just like a a black eye for the for the NFL who's trying to be more progressive. Was uh were were the emails to somebody personally or somebody in the NFL? In the end, it was to the. Uh, owner of the Washington football team. So it was like, yeah, I guess you can't, you know, can't and, and, and the same, in the same, you know, sense, the players were like, listen, that was 10 years ago. I know him now. That's still my guy. He's done a lot for him. There's a lot of people that stood by him and said, you know, so I, I believe that there is room for change. And I believe yeah. people need to have that change because like you think about, you know, coming, just being, being white dudes, we, there's, we always can tell that we always know we have somebody in our family 
that doesn't think how we do. We have somebody in our family that's racist. We have somebody in our family that's homophobic. We have somebody in our family that's transphobic. It might all be the same person, but we all got one, at least one. Yeah. We all got one, Yeah, whether you want to admit it or not. So to me, I look at it as like, okay, if I were to write off all of these people and completely cut them off, like now I got to start cutting off my family who like, that just where, feels weird. Where do you draw? Where do you draw? And like, and, and you know, you still have to, you know, they still, it's still family. It's one of those ties where you almost can't cut, like you could cut it as much as you can, but there's still family at the end of the day. And I still think that, you know, if, if, if they want to stay like that, then you could cut the tie, but you got to live, give people the opportunity to grow. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's weird that we want to educate people so much. We keep saying it's education, it's education, it's education, but like, we're almost not letting these people get educated. Well, I was, I was really upset at what the baby said, man. I thought that was a really dumb, dumb move for what the baby said about the whole HIV, you know, yeah. community, blah, blah. But people take out the fact that he wasn't really educated on it, and, and they luckily gave him the chance to get educated, and now he has a, a better perspective of the community rather than just thinking that, like, oh, I did something wrong, and now I'm, now I'm gone. It's like, oh, then how, yeah. can, you, how can you try to be cool that with, with a different community when you feel like they've done that you know i i think we can focus on ourselves so i know why you said it oh absolutely i know but i know why you said it's like because we're white you know we're white but i think it's very important to understand oh there's it's, racism it's every, oh for racism sure. for, i'm just saying what i know is i'm just yeah. saying what i know i can't speak on a different culture because i i can't sexism you know. sexism racism knows no color knows no boundaries i know plenty of absolutely. people who are terrible racists oh, that saying, aren't I mean, white. I mean, we see that in the Middle East right now with all, the sexism that's all, going on. All, all, all the time. Like, I had my buddy's dad, you know, just, I don't know, man. He just didn't, I just, he just didn't like me. And, yeah, oh. and, and I remember being like, why? And then my buddy being like, well, he doesn't like you because you're white. And I remember being like, uh, okay. And like, I just kind of dealt with it and just kind of moved on. Now, he like now, he likes me. Like, I've seen him in the past, um, maybe like three years ago. And he was like, hey, how are you? And then I was like, and I even asked him, like, that's how, remember I told you I kind of hit things yeah. head on. And uh, I was like, hey, Mr. So-and-so. I'm like, do you remember you really didn't like me as a kid? And he goes, yeah, I know. He goes, I didn't know. And then it was so nice. I didn't know what you were going through. I didn't know that, you know, at the time. And he goes, and I, I, I do feel really bad about that. He's like, I'm sorry. Call me young blood. He's like, I'm sorry, young blood, you know. And I, and I just was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> not a nice guy, but. But the, but I agree with you on when do we go, hey, and I don't even know, I don't think it's education. The, the thing is, is you have people who are just really sorry they got caught, and I get that too. I mean, how yeah. many times I've gotten caught, you know, doing dumb shit, and I've just been really sorry that I got caught. And so then you do the sorry, 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 and then you do it again. But when do we go, um, hey, you know, that person really regrets what they said, because it might not have been an accurate representation of how they actually felt. That, and and that, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. Like, it's like, I feel like, you know, you give, and, and the thing about it is, is with him, it sounds like it, it's, this has been, you know, the more that comes out, it's more like, oh, he's had the opportunity to change. You well, know, but like. Well, it goes back to Chappelle thing. You know, the, he had a really good point. It's like, this dude killed somebody yeah, it was a little different though like, it was it was but have you do you know the story about yeah that? i do i do, okay, I do. Okay. but it was just it was funny the way that it was framed like because yeah. you're just like it was framed comedically it was good, framed good for point that. it was yeah. framed for that but for the joke you know yeah. you're in walmart with your family and someone the comes to try to rob you and you're yeah. in, you're in north carolina where it's like yo blast him and you'll get away with it it's yeah cool. that's what he did yeah Fuck yeah and, and it was on camera in walmart so like you know he got yeah. he, he didn't. He didn't like kill somebody and get away with it. Like, oh yeah, it wasn't. Did. It wasn't like that. He was had a legit self defense case where it was like, yo, like if he if it wasn't him, it was the it other was guy. the other guy. Yeah, I just um, I I love the amount of uh, diversity and the people that you you spend time with and the people that you're around to give you that good, well rounded frame perspective. And the same the same I think with with me, which is why like. We, we talk a lot and we're able to kind of really communicate about those types of subjects. And I, but I do feel very strongly on people regardless. And I mean this in every sense. I marched for free speech in, in, in New York, uh, like a couple was years ago. And I was upset because even if somebody says something hateful, I would rather know, and this is a really old school perspective, and I haven't been able to really move forward through this because I'm I'm so dead set on it. 
even if somebody says something hateful, I want them to say something hateful so I know where you are. Oh, I, I, I want to know where their mind is and who they are so I could go better um, create a discussion against them or for them or whatever. Yeah. Um, I just, I think when people start watering down their speech because they're afraid to say something, I think that that's when you start having these people deeply repress things and that's when real shitty things happen. So I think, I think, I think it's, so it's when we use the term like cancel culture, it almost feels like there's like a company. Like yeah, a company, can't yeah. A company called like it's like can, you, do you cancel subscribe? TM. I'm gonna call cancel right now. Yeah, yeah. Cancel you, do right? you do you subscribe to but cancel culture? What yeah, it really it feels is, that way. What it really is is people now saying, "Where do I want to spend my money?" Now, for for years, people do, for, they're for, feeling money. They're yeah, feelings. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, based on how I feel about your company, yeah. Is how I'm going to speak about it. Is how I'm going to patronize it. If I'm going to or if I'm not. How I'm going to talk about you with my friends. How with when now a huge massive form of communication, whether we like it or not, we are we, we take a lot of old school ideologies and put them to to now. But it's the times are different now. Yeah. Now, sure, I may be I may be a kid who has no friends in in you know in school, but maybe I have half a million followers on my social media. Okay. And you know what? If, if I don't like the way you're conducting business, well, you know what? Now I'm going to voice my opinion on it because now the, the climate is different where if I don't like what you're doing, I, I now have a voice. Whether, and you have option. And you have option. Yeah. Which is, which is you know, and, and so for, to me, it's a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm getting canceled for what I said. It's no, it's, it's, it's yes, you are. But you're, there's nobody that's coming and saying, "Hey, we're the cancelers. We're going to do something." It's no. It's 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 a community of people across across the nation that are saying, "Oh, I think this way. You clearly don't." Yeah. And now I have my voice, which is my my actual voice, my platform on Facebook, my platform on Twitter, my platform on Instagram, and I can do whatever I want with those platforms. You didn't take into consideration that all of us have these options now. Yeah. So if you want to sit by your, you know, your sit by it, do do it. But there's we people who have are a problem. Far more equipped to tell people about what we think of you than you think we are. I like to see. I like and that. That's the problem. It's consequences for your speech. It is consequences. And, for, and I love that. That aspect is my favorite aspect. And I don't even think it's a. It's not even really a consequence. I, I mean, it, it's a. It's a. It's a. It's an effect. It's a cause. Yeah, yeah, cause and effect. Because I feel like a consequence is like a is like a predetermined thing. If you do this, this is going to happen. There's some people that have skated by. There's people that have still been successful, and there's some people that have been really hurt by the things that they. Say. Oh yeah, I mean, there's there people. is this pick and choose, and I just think that's what it is. It's the roll of the dice. Like if you want to play in today's society, and you feel so strongly about your opinion. Don't fucking cry when you get canceled because there's a lot of people out there that have the ability to say whether or not they want to patronize your shit. I just I think that yeah that's that's a good point, but but to that I think it, the same thing. It's like you be held responsible for what you say, and if you are educated, and I mean that in a sense of if you have. Um, uh, worked on your your craft, work on the way that you speak, work on the way that you address people, talk. If you do that and you stand by what you said, then I'm like, good for you. But I, I think there's something to it where people cave too quickly to the cancel mob. Oh, for sure. And I go, that just means you weren't serious about what you said. You put it out there for shock value, and a lot of them do it for likes and, 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 and to get attention. But you know what I love? I love a person that stands by what they said. They're articulate. They speak well. They make you know that you know what you're talking about. And that is my favorite thing when you see somebody go, okay, I'm with you on that. And I'm, I'm, we could, once again, we could use Dave Chappelle at, at that. It's like, good luck, because that guy is a wordsmith. And I, don't that think, guy, I don't think we can use Dave because Dave survived it. Dave is Dave is a superhuman. No, but that's but Dave is a superhuman. No, but I'm using I'm using Dave Chappelle because he thought about what he said, and there was enough people yes. who watched okay. that special and went, 
he went full circle. Did you watch to the end? Yeah. And okay. and they don't. And I'm not saying it's like all's forgiven when you when you pick on a, such a large crowd as that crowd. But I love a person, and I respect a person more for speaking um, their truth and then going. It was a really funny thing. He goes, Twitter isn't even a real place. Like I love the way that he said that because it is very true. And I know that last was it not last episode, the yeah, episode before. Episodes, yeah. I said I was like social media I'm gonna I'm gonna do it it's all connected to my businesses I didn't even realize that so I just said I'm gonna spend way less time on them and I have and you know what that's helped me do it's helped me jerk off more ma- mainly masturbate more <laughs> yeah no yeah mainly yeah bust nuts. um it it's actually helped me more now interact with people here or interact with people in real life or I've gone out and have been able to spend time on changing some stuff up for the podcast or my business or uh, order things. And, you know, it's like, I feel better. So what I've found is for myself, and I bet a lot of people, because so many people say they're taking social media breaks, um, to treat it like what it is. And it's like, it's not the real place. And it's not like, it's not one of those places that you have to be um, like, oh my God, I have to do this. For some of us, it's like, it's just a spot for us to show some of our crafts and show some of our things. And for other people, it's more of a big deal. I found, I found the mute button Um, on Instagram. Oh yeah. What, what is, uh, still follow them. Oh, they still get your follow. You still support them. Yeah. But their shit does not come up on your page. You don't have the I think that's to important too. I like it. You don't have to. I'm trying to really work my algorithm, man. I'm trying to get back to. Why would you? Know, you um, and just because. Why I, would I follow and not watch their stuff? Yeah. Or no, no. Like, why would you? Like, would you just go? Hey, maybe not to follow. Well, I mean, them. I feel like there's, there's. All right. So if you scroll down your your Instagram right now and you see, for if you if you made a if you made a a chart of all of everything you see for the next seven days, you'd end up seeing a lot of the same people. Okay. Like, oh, why do I see? Because it's just Instagram oh, knows that you interact with them. But yeah. you also can go on your followers list and say, "Oh, damn, I haven't seen this person in a while." Click their page and realize they just posted yesterday, the day before, but you never saw it. Oh, okay. So okay. it's like there's people out there that are already, you know, algorithm muted anyway. So it's like I'm getting all these people that I'm like looking. I'm like, well, this has nothing to do. This isn't making me productive when I go on social media. Yeah. And it took me a while to. To be like, okay, stop going on social media to be entertained. Yeah. I have to, I'm starting to schedule out times for me to be entertained. If there's a game on that night, it's like, okay, I'm going to watch the game and that's that's my time to be entertained. That's awesome. It's really hard. I'm not going to lie, bro. I had to take the TVs out of my fucking studio. I had to take the TVs out of my living room. Like, just because I'm like, yo, I, I, I am very much, I like being entertained. But we know, we know why. it causes me to be lazy, like. We know why though, that like we know now why that happens because you get those hits of dopamine you know, through likes and through through visual stuff, and and and, and we know why these things happen. Yeah, and, and I think that it's really important to know um, yourself enough. And there's not a lot of people who understand where there's some of their social media depression is coming from. Um, I had a, um, uh, a a lady reach out to me. Well, like the their reaction to certain people's social media stuff, and I had a woman reach out to me, and she goes, "Hey, I haven't seen." you in a while just checking on you you know you're just always so funny and so this and i haven't and i haven't heard from you or like haven't like seen your stuff and i thought that was like super nice i was like hey thank you so much and you know she follows me through like more fitnessy stuff and uh so i talked and then she started following my fitness page my 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 business page and she was just like you know i I thought that was actually kind of cool the way that she you know kind of framed it you know, just like, hey, just check on you, see if you're okay. Um, you know, and then talked a little bit and, you know, thank you so much and that's it. But, and I told her, I was like, I'm kind of taking a little bit of um, social media break for my mind because I'm I'm not organized enough with some of the stuff I want to accomplish. That's all. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that's huge. And in, in drawing on what we were talking about before we went into this, it's like, it pulls back on that purpose thing, man. When you're spending three, four hours scrolling instead of working or, and maybe not even work instead of spending time with somebody or, uh, going to get those tasks done, like going, running around doing errands or the things that you need to do to improve your life. It doesn't even have to be work because you and I will say work because you're a workhorse and I'm a workhorse. So you and I will say that because we have purpose. 
we have these purposes that we've already decided that that's what we're going to do with our lives. So social media scrolling needed to die for, for you and I just so then that way we can have that extra two, three hours, which is to somebody else that's like eight hours. You know, for, for, for us, it's like it, it, it's everything, those two, three hours to do something. I said yesterday, I said to, I said to the guys, I was like, yo, I was like, I feel like my days are, are they consist of me saying, okay, how much time do I have here until I need to go to my next place? How much to like my, my yeah. day is, and I know like scheduling is really nice, but my day is literally like blocks of time where it's like, okay, I'm here for this amount of time and then that's it. There's no like, I don't have a lot of like leeway, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, oh, I, if, if I, if I need to stay, I can. And so it's like, no, I have this is a schedule. I have to be here. I have to be there to the point where like a lot of people like, if you try to make plans with somebody, it almost seems like I'm like lying to them when yeah. I tell them how busy I am. Right? They're like, oh, you're just like, you know. If yo, bro, if you don't want to, if you don't want to get up, like we don't have to. I'm not trying to push it. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to like dodge you. I'm just letting you know that literally, like for the next week, I'm I'm tied up. My my time is accounted for. I yeah yeah, and and like, I think it's good to have people who understand that your time is accounted for. I I the the best thing I've ever done is get an assistant, and it, it, I've only had an assistant for like a month now or a month and a half. Best thing I've ever done yeah. because it I go over my week. Every Friday, you know, I go, hey, we're going to schedule time. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And it's been the most helpful for me, even with you. Like, I'm, I'm like, hey, I'm meeting with Ian this time. And I'm going this, like, you know, they know that, you know. Yeah. And, and so it's helped me so much. And when I tell people the same thing, like, hey, you know, for the next two, three weeks, I'm, I'm kind of booked. And, uh, you know, I hope they can go like, okay. Like, cool. You know, you, you just kind of hope they don't hate on you for it. And I guess that's the old thing you drag. You you drag the old you back into it. And you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, I wouldn't have done that. But it's like, it, you know, it is. I mean, it is. yeah, there was, I mean, there's, there's also too, I found that I'm like a, I do this thing where I, I have this, I, growing up, I always had this weird uh, insecurity that like I wasn't memorable. Like when, when people remember who I am and they're like, oh, Ian, I'm like, I'm like surprised because I like I don't know I don't know why like oh I, you're surprised by yeah it. like I just never okay. found myself to be like, I think that's really why I took to music when I got like a, an identity from it it yeah. was really like oh this is my thing now because I just never felt like I brought anything to the table that was like oh like when I meet him I'll remember him so like when people remembered me I was always like oh this, I was find myself trying to do like things to be remembered by and stuff well, it was um, like being funny like I used to hang out with people and then I would leave. And then I get invited and then I'd hear, you know, them say, you know, or my, my friends say, or this girl say, or be like, oh my God, you were like one of the funniest dudes I've ever met. And I remember that used to, I'd be like, oh man, I mean, me, you know, and like, it gives and you a then, thing. so I realized very early on, you could say I'm handsome. People have said, you know, you're this, you're that. It never gave me any, nothing. But as soon as somebody said I was funny, I just was, I was drawn to that. And that's when I knew I was like comedian. That's yeah, what I always wanted to do. There's nothing better than like being introduced as like, yo, this is this is my boy Ian. You know, like you it's gotta amazing. check out his music out. That, you gotta check his music out. Like, such a huge feeling. It's like that was that, and I think that's why it's it, big draw. It, it meant so much to me was because it was it was something that finally gave me an identity. Like I wasn't a smart kid. I, I was I was athletic, but I wasn't like it wasn't like I was gonna go and and make something out of it. You yeah, know, I had I had fun on on a you know baseball field or a football field, whatever it was. Do you want to get on the bike again? We can go put you on the bike again <laughs> if you want to. Listen, man. <laughs> I'm down. Listen, do you I'm want down. me to play that clip I, in, again? In moderation. All right, we need we need some moderation vape nation. Here. Vape nation. Yeah. Did, uh, how many vapes have you had today? Today, that was, my first one was in here. Do you want to talk? You have anything on there that we want to talk about? We touched base to a lot of that stuff. Uh, you we talked about your, up the, you had brought up the whole like normalizing. Oh yeah, the normalizing fad. Um yeah, I mean, uh, and, and you could just go in. We can go in brief. Like I mean, it was just you. You said. It was just, it was, it was odd, like, because it's people, and I say this, like, in in a broader sense, like, we have a lot of people that say, like, normalize this, normalize well, it's become a fad. It's become a social it's, media trend. It's, it's become a trend to go against whatever the social norms are right now into, like, this girl, this young girl, she puts out, like, normalize vacations and normalize no shoes sometimes on Sundays and like normalize not having kids and normalize. So she keeps going into these things. And I just wanted to say, dude, 
Like, be yourself. When in reality, yeah, all we need just, to normalize is just sh- letting people yeah. do what the fuck they want. Yeah, yeah, whether they want to put the, whether they want to go on vacation or work shut, hard, have kids, not have kids, date a guy, date a girl, date whatever. Doesn't fucking matter. Just fucking let them do it. Yeah, yeah. How about we do this? Normalize you shutting the hell up and just living your life and letting other people live their life. Like, I have somebody, remember we talked about the last podcast, that they think that you and I, are just killing it all the time. And you had that really good realization of like, yo, I had a bad session. I'm like, yo, I had a mental health day. The thing was, is the work ethic is there. How about this? You normalize Ian doing whatever the fuck he wants to do and me doing whatever the fuck I want to do and you don't compare yourself to me. You want to go on vacation? Mama, go on vacation. Enjoy. Put on the chocolates. Have a good time. But here's the thing. Don't be mad and 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 not normalize me because I got a couple of G's left in my 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 bank account and you don't because you went on the vacation but I saved. So my thing is this: the normalize movement, normalize you shutting the fuck up because it doesn't matter. Let people do whatever they want to do. Don't compare yourself to them. The normalize movement only came that whole thing because you keep comparing yourself to other people. Oh, I'm ashamed because I'm not working, or I'm ashamed because I'm I'm looking at this person's social media, and not living my life. I'm ashamed because I don't have kids, or I'm single, or I'm married, or I'm divorced. Or I'm this. Your situation is your situation, so just leave it leave it as it is. It's just a silly thing to do because I keep seeing it, and it's usually people who are I'm 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 going to make a vast generalization that probably aren't that happy where they're at which is why they're trying to tell people how to live. So you're saying that people who are really upset with themselves tend to criticize others more as they put their insecurities on other people? Yes. <laughs> we got to I think we just got to go. We just got to go cuz I feel like we just dropped some like we just dropped a bomb, you know. Yes. We got to just go and we're just going to walk out. We just got a scam likely call. Hang on, let's see. Is it likely? Let's see what we got. It's like, hi, this is Aspen Dental. <laughs> Hello, my name is Kevin. How are you? Hello, Kevin. How are you? I'm also fine. Thanks for asking me. Actually, this short call is about your car insurance, and I believe you already have it, right? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. No. Okay, that's fantastic. So, if we are able to beat your current insurance plan, like up to 30% cheaper, so you will think about it if it's a good deal, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, that's fantastic. So, 8603073001 is that best number to reach you? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, that's fantastic. So, uh, how do you pronounce your first and last name? Uh, can you say that again? <laughs> Actually, I'm saying that. How do you pronounce your first and last name? My first name is, is Lan. L-A-N. Okay, that's fantastic. So, how do you spell your last name? Uh, L-A-N. M E R E. Last name. How do you spell your last name? Yeah, that's. I just. Like I just Rogers? did. Oh yeah, just one second. Keep talking. You keep talking for me. I'm almost there. Oh, the, hello. Your last name is Rogers. Yep. R O G E R S. Okay, that's fantastic. So, what is your zip code? And you said your name was Kevin? Karen? Yes, yes. Kevin, all right. Uh, my zip code is... So eight what is your zip code, sir? 06094. Sorry? 06094. Ooh. Okay, that's fantastic. So, we will get a red spaces to call you to discuss your personalized settings, okay? Kevin. Kevin. Yes? Hello? You still there? Yes, yes. All Actually, right. I'm saying that uh, we will get a space list to call you to discuss your race, okay? Kevin. <laughs> do you... Yes? You sound, you sound kind of cute. I'm not going to lie to you, man. Where are you from? Uh, Actually, I'm from insurance list, and we will get a space list to call you to discuss your race. Kevin, what are you wearing right now? What are you wearing right now? And lie to me. Make it sound sexy. 
really I'm saying after this call, my recess is gonna call you to discuss you about your race, okay? What if I wanted you to call me? <laughs> after this call, my recess is gonna call you to discuss you about your race. I want you to call I'm asking you, okay? Kevin, I want you to call me. Kevin. No, he knew. Kevin knew. Well, I mean, he hung out now, so. Um, yeah, they're, they're, I don't know, scammers are always strangely homophobic, so it's usually. You yeah, hit that is true. They're like, you motherfucker. Yeah, maybe next time. Fuck your mother. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, shit. Dude. Maybe next time you go after them. Character. Go after them, Kevin. You ever seen that guy that keeps him on the line for a while? And yeah. Like, oh, I am addicted. Yeah, yeah, that's a good, that's a good channel. That's one of the things that's that a good I channel. stop. Yeah, don't do watching. that. It's hate. That's hate. You're I just, watching no, hate. No, 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 I'm not watching. No, I love it. He gets the no, scammers. You scammers you, try to watch it, and then you he love. fucks with them, and I'm like, yeah. But, you know, what's the scammers' backstory? Who gives my a thing. fuck? I know, I know, I know. Don't try to get my grandma, dude. <laughs> Nana, no! All right, we're out. We out. We out. Ah! Oh, my ears are so sweaty again. <laughs>